Hello, and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, VP of Research at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. I am Chris Steffen. I am your host for today's podcast. Joining me today is my friend and colleague, Mr. Ken Buckler. Today, we are going to talk about something that has been in the news practically every day, no matter what, no matter what news source you're looking at, we're going to talk about AI. And we're going to talk about how artificial intelligence is really impacting cybersecurity in general. We talked a little bit about chat GPT a little bit in a previous podcast. I recommend that you go take a look at that. And we'll certainly hit on chat GPT a little bit. But I wanted to talk specifically about how AI is impacting cybersecurity, where we see AI taking and going in the cybersecurity space, and what you as a company and as an individual should be doing to prepare for it. So uh, Ken, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting conversation. I'd like to talk um, specifically about what your immediate views are on some of the latest news that you've heard about AI in cybersecurity. We obviously talked about it at RSA, what AI is being used for and and how people should be utilizing it in their environments. Yeah, so, so I actually just had a conversation with a, uh, a friend of mine in the industry this morning about this topic. And uh, one of the things that she was talking to me about was that uh, she ha- she knows someone that got a phone call from a person claiming to be from the corporate part of their their company and that phone call was basically instructing them hey we need you to do a different uh, way of uh, processing the day's sales we need you to send it to through this uh, uh, wire transfer instead now a lot of people aren't going to to fall for that kind of thing if it's something you know like okay hey this is completely out of the ordinary especially if it's like a smaller company but something that ai is actually starting to allow is is the whole deep fake stuff now think about that for a second if, if you can use ai to do a deep fake of of somebody and actually get their voice and actually call up with a, a spoofed number and make it sound like it's it's the person's boss telling them, hey, I need you to transfer this money over to me this way. The person ain't going to question it because they're going to recognize the voice. And it's terrifying how some of this stuff is, is coming about now. Yeah, let, let's talk about that a little bit. I, one of the things that we always hear about from a, a spoofing and a ransomware attack perspective is, I'm your boss. I want you to send me... worth of iTunes gift cards and put them in a envelope left on a street corner under a mailbox and blah, 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 blah. I mean, come on, get real. That's, that's not, that isn't something that is, you're falling for that kind of scheme. Guess what? I don't even know what to tell you, right? That isn't as interesting to me as a potential AI attack that says, I don't want your money. I want your productivity. I want you to take and work on this particular project doing this kind of thing. And I'm going to have you deviate from your normal workload and do this particular thing instead. We all get interrupts, right? We all get those things where 
I was working on this, but now I need to work on this. I mean, Ken, you know that I send you interrupts practically every day. And so when things are going on, you wouldn't really second guess for a second saying that, well, Chris wanted me to work on this today instead of what I was working on. That is a pretty normal course of business action item. So why wouldn't I do it? Everything, it it smelled right. It seems right. It's something that I've done before. I'm going to do that. How would you know whether I sent you that interrupt or not? Well, and, and, you know, that would really depend a lot on, you know, hey, does this pass the smell test? And, you know, if it was something that's absolutely cybersecurity related and it was, you know, something that's normal within my work purview, but not necessarily something I'm going to do every day, I'm probably not going to question it. I'm probably going to respond back and say, yep, no problem whatsoever. I'll get that done for you right away. So so that really becomes challenging. And more to the point, I wouldn't expect you to do otherwise, right? So when, when you get an email from me saying, I need you to look at X, Y, and Z, unless it's something like just extraordinarily strange, I, I wouldn't expect that you would say, I need to call you to confirm that you actually want me to do that. And I need to talk to you in person about it. Well, we would never get anything done. So as just a normal course of business, those kind of things happen all the time. Well, now that you have AI that can take in and potentially add interrupts for productivity perspective, again, let's keep the money part out of it because that that's always one of those scenarios that everybody brings up. That's fine. I'm not going to fight that one. Let's talk about the productivity ones that we're talking about because those are the ones that have the potential of being really interesting. Now, what happens if the interrupt that the AI bot sent you was from one of our competitors saying, I want you to specifically take it, focus on this, and then they somehow have entree into our system to take and get X, Y, and Z. Well, that would be bad. Or or, or if they, they use AI to actually recreate your voice and call me and tell me to work on something. I'm not definitely not going to question that. It's an interesting set of circumstances. And I don't think that we're seeing a whole lot of that yet, but that's really where the next avenue is. I, I don't... The, the avenue where you have people sending iTunes and Amazon gift cards to take and do that, I think that we've kind of exposed that for what it is and we can deal with that accordingly. But the, the more nefarious things where you're asking somebody just to change slightly what they're doing for nefarious reasons, that has the potential of being very, very interesting in the grand scheme of things. Well, and also as, as some of these AI algorithms evolve, and you know that the the attackers are, are working on their own algorithms, I'm sure at this point, you know, they're going to be able to, to predict which, you know, which uh, employee do we want to target? Which one's going to be most likely to uh, to fall for this? And they'll, they'll be able to do that by scraping our social media accounts, by doing everything else and seeing what, you know, we're posting what we're talking about, who is interacting with us and knowing, oh, okay, so we need to impersonate this person over here to, to get this person to fall for uh, this, AI, this AI-based attack. And we're going to even use AI to imitate this other person's writing style so there's no question. It's, it's going to be very interesting to, to watch it all evolve. I think that using AI is going to continue to increase. There's no other way around it. In, in the cybersecurity space, I, I also see the huge benefits of, I'll just give you a simple example. There used to be this guy right here, and I use this example in our other podcast, where we're now using AI to parse logging data and so on and so forth, where me as a CISSP, that's something that as a CISSP, I used to have to manually parse firewall logs. Well, 
those days are done. And I'm glad for that. That's one example of how we're using AI in the, the cybersecurity space to make jobs just a little bit better. You have a lot of analytics that are going on. You have a lot of natural language conversations that are going on. One of the ones that I want to talk about a little bit is one of the things that we're, we're seeing being used more, and I've talked to a couple of different vendors that are doing this, when they're writing the reports, they're using some kind of AI solution to help write the reports in a language that is more understood by the audience that they're writing for. So it's not written by a cybersecurity nerd to be read only by cybersecurity nerds that understand the 4,000 acronyms that are being used in it. It's being written by an AI with help from a cybersecurity nerd for business type people or lay people in general to then consume that data to understand further what's going on with cybersecurity within their organization. Yeah, and I know that a lot of the, the people listening to this podcast are probably going to be a little more technical uh, in nature, so they're probably going to to not fully understand how difficult that can be, you know, depending on, you know, how often they actually interact with non-technical folks as part of their role. But to give you an example, um, so one of the things that I actually did uh, in a, a previous life was I actually created reports that were consumed by not just C-level executives, but sometimes even members of Congress. Um, and at that point, you just need to basically give them a, a report where green equals good, red equals bad. Here's the, the very simple breakdown of what's bad, what's good. Uh, it needs to be very, very high level overview, but very, very uh, low complexity. So it, it can be very challenging. And I think that AI will really help bridge that gap in communication. When I spend most of my day as an analyst taking and doing writing of some sort or another or communicating in some sort or another, I have accepted the fact that not all of my cybersecurity brethren are terribly proficient at doing that. Quite frankly, it's not a skill that a lot of people have. It's not something that's very normal. I see the benefit of being able to communicate your ideas as a cybersecurity professional up the food chain as a way of advocating for yourself. So if you are one of those types that has trouble taking and getting written words down, maybe it's worthwhile taking and using AI in some way to try to help get that message up the food chain. Don't think of it as a counterfeited work or something like that. You're using the tools that are available to you to further your cause and to further what you're trying to do within your organization. And we as cybersecurity professionals all need to be doing that more and more. So, so if you think about the, the, the OSI model, think about how in the OSI model, there's a data layer and there's a presentation layer. Think of your base data that you're feeding to the AI as your data layer and what the, the AI is giving you back that you can give to the non-technical folks as your presentation layer. And I think that that really kind of helps smooth out some of those concerns because it's still your work. It's just being formatted differently. That had to be one of the most nerdy examples that I could ever think of, my excellent nerdy friend. And with that, I think we're going to call it good. I hope this conversation has been helpful. I hope that you are not afraid to use AI. It definitely has some benefits out there in the market, and we're going to be using more it more and more, not less and less. We will continue doing these podcasts, and we'll be back next week. Until then, have a great day.
Thanks, Chris and Ken, for all your great insights on today's topic. Make your next podcast awesome when you work with EMA security experts Chris Steffen or Ken Buckler. Educate your prospects, differentiate your solution, and add the credibility of a third-party expert to your message. Visit cybersecurityawesomeness.com to listen to past episodes.